0: Hey everyone, I wanted to tell you about a great company called That Pitch. Have you ever had some leftover song ideas you just didn't know what to do with? Or maybe you needed to flex that riding muscle, but you still need to get paid. Enter That Pitch, a sync licensing company that pitches your productions directly to their exclusive list of clients. That Pitch has already paid out over $120,000 to its members since October of 2020. They provide production advice, business training, and other resources to make your songs better. Go to thatpitch.com to sign up and use the code HANGOUT for 20% off your monthly or yearly subscription. This is an After School Program podcast.
1: Welcome to the home studio hangout podcast where we explore what it's like building running and working out of a home studio with your hosts Joshua Mattituck, Andrew Simmons and many guests in different areas of the music industry
0: And welcome back to the home studio hangout podcast With me, your boy, Andrew, and my co-host, Josh. Josh, who we haven't done this in a little while because we've been really busy and that's what we want to talk about today. Yeah, we're busy boys now. Yeah, it's crazy. I think like, hey,
1: let's do this podcast. And then we were talking, we had like plans, like when we first started this, like we were like planning out content for like the better part of almost two years. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we just got super busy.
0: Hey. It's not a bad thing, really, when you think <laughs> about it. I mean, like right. from the beginning, it was like, hey, let's document us kind of doing more stuff. And as we get more work and do what we want to do, like ideally it'll we could be able to talk about it on the podcast. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. And like, I'm totally down to just like hop on these, like whenever we have something like super, super relevant to talk about. Exactly. Of. Exactly. I feel like, I feel like um, people get more value out of that kind of stuff than if we were just like coming up with ideas and forcing ourselves to talk about it, you know. For
0: sure. And so, and there's some topics that like I'll probably still bring on like other people on and then me and you'll, you know, shoot the crap whenever we have like stuff to talk about and all that kind of stuff, but um and or if it's a topic that I think me and you can talk about on extensively, you know, yeah. but it'll be a little bit more sporadic, I think, because my gosh, have we been busy the last 3 or 4 months. I think the last time we did an episode we talked about going to Atlanta the first time. I th- and then we did a then we did an episode yeah. about vocal chains. Um and that was actually the last episode that we did. Was the episode Crazy. on vocal chains.
1: That's crazy. That's a lot.
0: That's been a while. It's been a while. Um, part, part of that is me and Josh did another session in Atlanta, which we'll kind of go over. The big chunk I want to talk about, I think, is you, Josh, went to um, LA with the boys uh, and had some really cool riding sessions and stuff like that. Um, I have been trapped at home. With a sick wife and child for the last like month, so Aww. yeah, it's really sad. Uh, Aaron got the flu; she had that for like two weeks, and then Micah got sick like directly after. Uh, he had uh, is that the
1: is that the first time he's been sick?
0: Yeah, it's this bad. He had he had uh, not strep, like a sinus infection, um, baby sinus yeah. infection. It was yeah, r- it's real sad.
1: Yeah, like I, I feel like I feel like that's
0: crazy as a parent. It was weird. Like, it was like weird. The first because, time your kid gets
1: sick, like I would be I would be panicking.
0: Yeah. Well what was wild is his cough was so bad. Like it was so like gravelly and raspy. And like for a baby, Aww. like that's really weird. He still hasn't gotten his voice completely back.
1: Okay. It's really
0: it's really sad sounding whenever he that's talks so sad. now. It just <laughs> makes me feel really bad. Um but yeah, so I've been kind of dealing with that. Josh has been traveling all around and then came back. Um, I've been trying my hardest to complete projects. It's December now for those who don't, if you're listening to this in the future or whatever, um, it's December of 2021. I in December try to work less personally uh, just because not only is everybody kind of not working, but also um, it's family time. You know, we do a lot of family stuff with you know Christmas and Aaron's brother comes in, so we try to spend time there. Um, well, plus now
1: like you have a little baby,
0: you gotta like get the Christmas shoot set up. And, like, exactly, we get gotta do all Christmas the Christmas card out, all the family stuff right like, um, so like yeah, this I, is now
1: I, like I, the best I, the actual best time of the year for you.
0: Ex- exactly so i' I'm, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to work less this month uh so the last two months I've been killing myself nonstop doing as many things as I can trying to finish all of the projects I still didn't finish all the projects but I finished a lot of them um to try and make December easier but I digress from that let's talk about these sessions that we've kind of been able to do because this is this has been really cool we've had some really cool opportunities i think let's just talk about the opportunities that we've been kind of afforded in general this uh last couple months so um I'm a lot of focus um <laughs> the uh i wasn't expecting that to happen i was like
1: oh he got big
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, when I zoomed it in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, let's talk about some of the uh some of the projects we've been like had the ability to do recently. The um so we started with we did that one session in Atlanta the first time. You guys wrote a bunch of songs. I came down for a couple of days and we finished up some stuff. And then so we basically did that again. Um, I think you were there for a week before I even came down.
1: Yeah, I was there for ten days. <laughs> Same with LA.
0: Yeah, you were El- uh, the Atlanta one. You had other sessions before the one with me and Justin. Yeah. And then was that with who was that with?
1: That was with Ryan. That was growing. Um, okay. We've been talking for a while to like get together, and I was like, honestly, like you should probably just come through to Atlanta. And so uh, he booked a flight, staying with a family friend, and yeah, we did it. I got a couple cool songs. We almost shopped one of them actually, and then that didn't work out. But that would have been really cool. Yeah, but like you got, got some in the bank somebody. for
0: him, and he's got some in the bank. You know, that's dope. Um, did you do that with Lee? Mm-hmm. Okay, I couldn't remember if you did that with Lee. Or If you posted up somewhere.
1: No, no, yeah, we we just did that with, with Lee. Um we worked with him for I think two full days. Or no, no, no we worked with him for three full days. Um the first day was weird because I, I drove down. So like <laughs> I I get there in time to like pick him up from the airport. I'm delirious because I've been driving through the night. Mm-hmm. Because for some reason that makes the most sense to me. So I'm <laughs> like losing it. And then we go to the studio because uh because Lee was there and I was staying with Lee, and uh, he had he had a session drummer there doing doing uh, a session for uh, another artist that he works with, mm-hmm. and so I'm I'm like sitting there like going in and out of sleep, and I remember at one point I was like, "Yo, this song is trash," and then I f- took a nap and I woke up and I was like, "Yo, this song is incredible." <laughs> Like I was so cranky that like my 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 mood changed and like my music taste changed with it. Like it was silly. And then yeah, we we did those sessions and then we uh, worked with Justin and
0: that was yeah, done. yeah. And we we wrote some cool. I think I think we wrote some cool songs. Um, yeah, those are
1: like two like the most like I I don't even know how to like put it. Like those are like the two most uh like outlandish songs for him. that I think we've done. Cause, uh yeah, it, I like you know we always wanted to do like pop stuff, but it never like really seemed to work. And then finally, we would just like whatever, let's just go for it.
0: Yeah, those are really cool songs. Um, they're very, very the the one that we finished first, I think, was really, really good. Um, my my favorite is the second one. You actually. think so? Yeah. I, I, I mean, honestly, they're both really great um, mm-hmm. I think they'll shop well So that's exciting um, The So, yeah, we spent You know, it was kind of a similar thing we, we did it without Rob this time It was just me and you and Justin and Lee uh, Went pretty smooth um, I think we got a lot done You know, we I think in like five days we finished Two songs I want to say that that's right yeah, yeah that sounds got, right four to five days we finished about two songs because i feel like one of those was a half day
1: i don't know i i can't remember it's all a blur it's a blur <laughs> it's, it's uh, all just a blur I but that's pretty good productivity like i trip, think on
0: um, our end
1: yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't too bad at all i'm like really weird about like processes and mm-hmm. so like i prefer to like write and then once i'm done writing i want to write the next song and like keep going with that And I don't think that's really how like everybody else works.
0: No, it kind of seems like they want to get the fully fleshed out idea, at least like to the point that we're hitting roadblocks. Like if we're still feeling the song, we're still like getting ideas for it and stuff, like keep Mm -hmm. moving on the song until we've basically exhausted that. And then we'll come back to it later. Um, whereas you're like, all right, we're done writing this one, move on to the next one. And and then we'll produce it out later. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think they're trying to get like, I just think their end goal is a little different from yours in that scenario.
1: Yeah. I And also like, I feel like, I feel like Lee likes working the same way I do. So I'm not entirely sure why, why we still do it the other way, <laughs> but whatever
0: we got results. Know. So I can't, yeah. Complain. yeah. I mean, can't complain. The songs are dope. Uh, yeah. I think, I think, and that's the other thing is like, we're still kind of learning each other's processes. You know what I mean? Like we're still kind of learning how everybody works in that group dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think thought- I thought those were pretty great. And then I think you guys went. When was it? It was like two or three weeks later when you guys left, right?
1: Yeah, it was like three weeks. I think. Or like I think two so. And a half weeks or. It was so something.
0: let's talk through. Let's talk through that because that's kind of. I wanted that to be more of the main focus. Like the other one's really, really cool. I think we got some great songs out of it. The, um you know, I think they'll shop well. Pretty proud of them personally, but you guys got some cool opportunities to go out to LA. Uh, it was you, Justin, and Lee, and then you met up with. You stayed at Jayden's place. Mm-hmm. Um. You can kind of talk through all that and kind yeah, of give the we, broad. We had like sessions lined up for like every day,
1: and then half of them fell through. But that's just because like, like we were trying to work with uh, writers who have like publishing deals, mm-hmm. and so you know, realistically, like if you're if you're going to be working with a newer artist who like, my computer's unplugged. Sorry. <laughs> Let me plug this in. Good job. <laughs> I was like, why isn't my why is my computer like all right, everything's fine. There you or, go. Okay. So um when so you're working yeah, with like, a newer artist. When you're working with the new artists, like, like it's cool, you know? And like a lot of these guys were like just happy to work with somebody new and mm-hmm. you know, not have that pressure of like, oh we need a hit. And yeah. so uh, what happened with them is it, it was very much like, okay, well uh, my manager just called and like this bigger artist is coming through and I need to do this session because I'm, you know, I'm on a publishing deal and I,
0: you know, and gotta get, like, gotta get paid. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like gotta get that money. So
0: yeah, like,
1: you know, no hard feelings. No. um Kind of, a, I mean, uh, of course it's a bummer because like, you know, you go all the way out there and you're like, yeah, let's work, let's work, let's work. And uh, it doesn't always work out like that, which is totally fine. But It's something that, like, uh, it's just another moment for me to, like, kind of take a step back and, like, get used to the idea that, like, you know, you don't always have to be working.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Well, and or the idea that keeping your – like, going out there with a very big plan, like trying to have writing sessions every day, knowing mm -hmm. that some of them are probably going to cancel is a good thing. Yeah. Just so that you don't go out there with three – only three sessions lined up yeah and then timing was kind of beat though because I uh I was there for three
1: days longer than the other guys and um
0: after the, I believe right
1: yeah and then like the uh the a I was trying to work with um' or trying to meet up with uh they had been super busy that week that we were there so they were able to meet me on Monday and then Monday they were like yeah like what's your schedule like for the rest of the week because I'd like to start uh getting you into sessions and that was just music to my ears because i'm like yeah like that's right and i was like wait a second tomorrow's my last full day here (laughs) so i'm going back next month again so i could do more sessions um which is gonna make it happen yeah i mean like you just kind of got to go for it i don't know like how i'm even gonna afford it but i'm gonna make it happen you know like yeah dude it's like I'm 24, like I'm not about to just like sit around and like watch opportunities pass me up. So, no, I mean, and you like got the
0: though. this is this is a big opportunity with this specific uh, publishing house or mm-hmm. AR with AR um, because they do a lot of stuff in the genre that you're looking to do to break into finally. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and they're also just like massive in general. So yeah, and, and like, plus on top of that, like they're like a really nice team from my understanding. Like mm-hmm. just working because like you know you kind of into that group. you even like, told me
0: that the A and R was like super nice and cordial with you and willing to work with you with your schedule yeah. and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, and I, I think I think most of that just comes from the fact that like she heard my music before. You know mm-hmm.
0: that helps when you got when you got yeah. that portfolio speaking for you it definitely yeah. helps.
1: Cause she heard that song that we wrote with Rowan and mm-hmm. she wanted to shop it. And I don't know why, I, I don't know why or how things changed, but uh, that's just, a, wasn't a thing anymore.
0: Probably got shut so, down from somebody above her or something.
1: It, it's either that or like, you know, I, I just don't know.
0: Yeah. So you never know.
1: She really liked what I did on that song. And so like, that kind of like, you know it made it easier to just be like hey like you heard my music why don't we grab coffee you know yeah Um, yeah, yeah. for sure so like that that was really dope just the fact that like somebody wants to like you know like help is really cool but also like she's very much on board with like like um like she wants to hear like even the earliest ideas you know Mm -hmm. because like i was sitting there for weeks getting songs together and like perfectly producing them and perfectly tracking them, perfectly tuning my vocals and like trying to mix them to the best of my ability. And like, she's like, yeah, if you have a voice note, just send it over to me. I was like, what? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is. It is a little weird, but it, it's the, like, we're kind of at the same point in our career, you know, like we both mm-hmm. kind of found our beginning and we're actually the same age. We're both 24. So like, I, I feel like there's just like uh you know, that hunger and like that eagerness that comes Mm -hmm. along with like being new to the industry and like finally getting a place to stand, you know, for sure. It's really dope. You're
0: both trying to plant that like flag of like, this is me in the industry and like begin your climb up. She's trying to like bring in a good producer. That's going to, that's going to, um, make that, make the label, you know, some hits. And, you're trying to get the opportunity to write those types of songs with the artists that you want to write, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So like, I'm
1: excited for it. And like, you know, it's one of those things where like, even if you don't see anything from it now, like you never know what might change down the road for sure. You know? And so it's just really dope. Cause like, that was kind of the highlight for me. Um, because I wasn't expecting someone to just like drop what they're doing on a Monday morning and like come hang out and talk for an hour, you know? So mm-hmm. that's that really
0: dope. dope. And then,
1: uh, Yeah, so I want to go back out there and like get some sessions on the books and do that whole thing.
0: Um and then then the uh you had a couple of your sessions with um you had a session with Bluey, finally. Yeah, that was sick. Um talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so um
1: he found Justin on uh TikTok and was like, yo, you like, you know, we need to work. And so we hit him up and uh, told him, like, hey, we'll be out there this week, so if you could, like, bank time, that would be sick. So, he invites us out. Um, really dope spot. Like, he got this dope place right on Sunset, and uh, we uh, we just kind of, like, dug into it, and it was really a cool moment for me because, like, you know, I came up on, like, uh, like grunge and metal and all that yeah. stuff, so, like, immediately, like, he he pulls out a guitar and, like, he just starts making this really cool, like kind of like grungy guitar riff. And I was like, all right, this is sick. And by the time he even had the beat done, like me and Justin like already had like half the song. So I was sick gonna say, so
0: what was the uh well if you had to like go through some process stuff that you learned from from that as far as production, watching him produce out a a beat or a track.
1: Um like well, hip hop's also different. You know what I mean? Like, like what works in hip hop doesn't really work everywhere else. Like, if you're working on like a massive pop song, like you can't just like pick up a guitar and like play the first things that come to mind and then like run with it because, like, a grunge inspired like beat isn't gonna make it onto anything mm-hmm. like, like majorly pop. But um, you know, for like hip hop, it's very much just like just going with your gut instinct. You know. His process was really similar to mine, which was really cool. That's, really validating. That, I was about to
0: say, that's super validating.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just like whenever I bought that Lewis Bell course and I was just like, oh, so he does what I do, but he just does it better, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, so and yeah, he just, just has bad. more experience doing it at that high of a level.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it, it was all pretty straightforward. Like it was like there was no pressure, you know, um, uh, he chimed in whenever he knew that an idea would make the song. And then like, I just kind of like tried to follow the suit and just, you know, stick to what I'm best at, which is top lining. Yeah. So yeah, it was really dope. It's also great. Like being with a super fast producer like that, because you just uh, like, I don't have to worry about anything else. Like, you know,
0: yeah, you can just hit the top
1: line. Yeah. Like I just get to sit there and I listen to the song. And then by the time he's done building that section, I can lay down the idea and then we move on. It's really easy. So yeah, it was dope. We had a
0: good time. Super That's, nice guy. Yeah, he's yeah. Sounds like it was a pretty good experience for everybody. As far as mm-hmm. like the song that you did, that you did was pretty cool, and you know, just having him on your repertoire of people that you've been able to work with and can cite as somebody that you know you wrote a track with is dope. Yeah, for sure. And uh
1: yeah, it was just dope talking to him about like, you know, how he got started and like where he came from. Like he he grew up playing in, you know, uh in hardcore bands. So like mm-hmm. immediately everybody was like, Oh yeah, same here. You know Yeah, yeah, i was about so, to say like,
0: literally everyone was like, Oh yeah, dope, me too. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know, It's
1: kinda of funny like how much of like hip hop and pop music is just a bunch of X scene kids. But uh Bro, yeah, like, I, I had cool that dude. thought the
0: other day is that I have a, like the majority of the that weird like mid-tier music industry where it's like you're a much bigger deal than you are in the metal or scene world but like only by a little bit right like that underground hip-hop world or the producer world where you're getting like a couple cuts a year but you're not like the big name um a lot of those people are like were in bands or like did warp tour or were the guitarist for some random band that you had like a one song that you might remember. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. Yeah. I mean,
1: that's even how it is for, for Nick, like, uh, being on tour with, with a band like girlfriends, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, those guys have been around for so long that like everybody's been tied up in something else. I think I want to say like their guitarist or maybe their bass player was like touring with Paramore. Um, That's funny. Yeah. Like it's just things like that where it's just, it's just kind of weird. Um, Because you really don't expect it. And uh, yeah, it it was just really dope. Uh, He was super great to work with and he was super, he was just great to hang out with.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's cool. And like, you know, being able to be chill and hang and not like freak out and be like, oh my gosh, you're the dude that wrote these Post Malone songs. Ah." Yeah,
1: well, I mean, we also brought a handle of bullets, so that helped. But um, yeah, it was just like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, I never really got like starstruck whenever I was younger. Because mm-hmm. like I wanted to be in a band. And once I started meeting people, like I was just like, oh, yeah, they're all just people, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, for oh, sure, they're just, they're just like me. So like that kind of stuff, it's no big deal. Um, like, I feel like I could run into a Kardashian and purposely call them the wrong name. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just to like make Can it a little get... extra human, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I was joking about that with somebody because they're they're working a uh an event that the Kar- the Kardashians are gonna be at this weekend. Um so that's been on my mind a lot because I, I think feel like that's like the epitome of my humor. Like imagine oh, like walking yeah. up to like Courtney and being like, It's so nice to meet you, Kylie. You know? <laughs> Didn't that happen on Dave? Yo, it might have. I haven't. I think that the happened on season.
0: Dave, where he's at the party at Bieber's house, and uh, Benny Blanco's there, and one of the I think Courtney is the, the Kardashian that's there, and he like calls her by the wrong name or something. I don't remember. I feel like that happened in that show. <laughs> Yo, if it did, he needs to like quote it identically. <laughs> he should.
1: It would be even funnier if it was different. If it was, if a, it different was a different, different
0: Kardashian.
1: <laughs> yeah, just to like. Like I don't know. I I find things like that really funny. Like, that, the that idea would be hilarious. of like because like I don't know, people like put people on a pedestal over mm-hmm. like the dumbest things in my opinion. Like
0: like fame. What? The literally the dumbest reason to put people on a pedestal because they're famous.
1: Yeah, like I I I just don't I just don't really understand it. Like like just because somebody like produced a song that you like really adore and you admire like doesn't mean that like they're different than you. You know, well, it means like they're... same with the artists, like yeah. like look at how people treat artists, like you know, chasing them down in the street and shoving phones in their face and like not only really letting them enjoy their nice night out, you know, like mm-hmm. like things like that, just like really boggle my mind because it's like, yo, like they're just a human, like you wouldn't do that to anybody else, so like why are you doing it to them? And I feel like in the audio community, like we kind of do the same thing with these people that we look up to, you know, like mm-hmm. like like Josh Goodwin is like. Yeah. the king to me you know what i mean like yeah, yeah like, you yeah, can't yeah. you can't beat his mixes so yeah. like but like if i met josh goodwin i wouldn't be like freaking out because like he's just a dude yeah you know like i mean there's certain like you know superstars where it would definitely be weird like imagine just like hanging out with justin bieber you know yeah it's just weird because yeah you, it's just like a surreal experience because you see him on stage you see him on interviews you see him on the gram like you, you yeah, yeah yeah wow i just said the gram Ooh. the
0: gram oh. uh, uh, hey i could tell you came back from la recently my guy <laughs> no
1: no i don't think i heard anybody say the gram
0: i know while i
1: was in they LA. probably
0: throw rocks at you
1: <laughs> god dude i hope um so like like you know you know what i mean like you see these people all the time but they have no clue who you are so like, oh, yeah. i feel like like you know those kind of things are weird because it's like i watched you grow up in the public eye like i remember whenever you peed in a mop bucket at a mcdonald's or whatever
0: you know what i mean like i got arrested for like street racing in the middle of the night in some cul-de-sac yeah dome yeah like and,
1: that. and now you lead sunday service with with, with kanye like <laughs> you know what i mean like it's just kind of weird in that sense where it's like yeah like we watched you like be in the public eye and like now i have to like figure out like who you are whenever like other people aren't around.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah yeah. yeah. And, and I like, we have to like be chill and not be weird <laughs> in this yeah, very like, weird scenario.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like like I feel like that kind of stuff is like weird. Weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? But
0: that's a different kind of weird than like freaking out and chasing people through the street. Yeah. That's right. like that's like you're being weird in that scenario In the scenario we're talking about It's like the weirdness is just Happening to you mm-hmm. Where yeah You're just in the midst of some People I mean that happened to You With some other people you know It's yeah, like it it's just, it's not me. even that It's not even that like oh yeah with like And Jaden and all them you know It's like it's not even we, weird
1: <laughs> We We can't talk About that <laughs>
0: Uh, But I'm just saying, like...
1: mm -mm. No, you got to cut this whole section off because, like, (laughs) like, you don't understand. Like, their fans are, like, next level. They will track down any information about him. They will track down any picture. Like, just cut it out. (laughs) I I was told very specifically to not tag him and to not take pictures of him or talk about him afterwards. Like, (laughs) that was my warning before I entered the house. So you got to cut all that out. That's wild. Yeah, no, like... Like, yeah, it's it's just weird. Because, like, they're just people. Yeah. You know? And, like, yeah, that happened to me. And it was just, like, it wasn't anything, like, as crazy as, like, you know, being invited to, like, Justin Bieber's house.
0: But, like, yeah. it, it was very, like... It's still a surreal uh, experience to just like walk into a place and be like, this is just a strange thing happening in my life right now and being very aware of that.
1: Like to put it into perspective, I was sitting in the car because like we were on our way there and we had to stop off at the gas station. So like um, three of us ran inside and then it was just me and Lee sitting in the car. And I remember looking at him being like, is it is it strange that I'm very anxious about going here? And he looked at me and he said, No because I'm very anxious too. I was like, do you feel like this is either going to be like extremely awkward or just a little awkward and nothing in between and like nothing better than that? And he was like, than... yep, absolutely. <laughs> and that's us talking about going to this person's house before we get there. And then we ended up having like the best time in the yeah. world.
0: So it know? was extremely better than you could have Yeah, It was so much better, you know,
1: but like, it was just like, like, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't understand like the hype behind it. Like I would never like I would never like like freak out or like fangirl or like ask for a picture. Like people are just weird, you know? Because, yeah. like they're yeah. just people.
0: They're just people. You know. Um like um, Well dude, I'm glad you had a good time.
1: Yeah, it's been it, it was fun. It was a really good time. Um had the best Indian food of my life, had the best trees of tacos of my life. God, that Indian food! I I came back here because like I never had butter chicken before. Like I've had tiki masala a few times, and so I, I came back and I, I found a place that has butter chicken, like right down the street. And I got it, and it was just like not the same. Nope. Mm-mm. Like I I'm really about to fly all the way to <laughs> LA just to get some butter chicken and then come back. It was so good. So that's something I'm gonna have to try when I'm in Atlanta next week because um, Indian food. Yeah, I gotta I gotta sniff I'm out sh- the best butter chicken in Atlanta.
0: Yeah, I, I they got some dope Indian places in Atlanta, or like yeah. in the surrounding area. I don't know about like near Tucker or anything, but um, that's fine
1: because we're gonna be we're gonna be out and about.
0: Yeah, dude, I, I'm That'd barely be gonna sick. be
1: working while I'm down there, which is gonna be cool for once.
0: You're gonna what? I'm
1: barely even gonna be working while we're down there. Oh really? Maddie and I got this sick Airbnb. Like I think it's like North Druid Hills area. So a it's a nice like, area. It's like in between where the studio is and then where downtown is. That mm-hmm. way, like I don't have to drive far for either the show
0: or yeah, you're like gonna work. Fifteen, ten, fifteen minutes from either. Mm-hmm. It's a good spot to be in.
1: Yeah, it's pretty sick. So I'm, I'm excited to go back down there and like hang out with everybody. And then, then you know, of course, Maddie gets to go with me and like because like she's never been to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um. So she's excited to like explore and eat Korean barbecue because there's only one place here that does it, but it's extremely expensive, but Um, it's
0: so good. It's so good.
1: (laughs) So I'm very excited to do all that with her. and uh, She'll love that Korean barbecue
0: place, dude. It's so good.
1: Plus like, I feel like she's going to love everybody too.
0: Yeah. I I feel like, yeah, she'll get along with everybody really well. Yeah. I'm excited. Heck yeah, dude. Well, I'm glad all that's worked out. We've been a busy couple, boys. I have a couple uh, interviews lined up. I know Lee <laughs> said that he wants to come back and talk about outboard gear and some other random stuff. Um, outboard gear sucks. <laughs> he wants to talk about outboard gear choices, um, which will be. I think that'll be a cool thing to do. Yeah, and I was
1: going to ask him about doing it today until I got that text, and I was like, "Oh, he' busy,
0: busy." Yeah, he like real busy. It's like end of the year stuff um or like started the year for next year stuff um but yeah no he he texted me the other day and talked about coming on and chatting about that and i just got i gotta call him anyway i haven't talked to him in like a couple weeks um and then i got my buddy uh mike is gonna come on me and him are gonna talk about drums and building drums because he builds his own stuff and we're gonna talk about uh tracking and he does a lot of pop punk stuff in new york um and he worked on a sean mendez record and That's yeah it's pretty dope so we're gonna talk about doing some stuff like that and working with sean mendez and working with uh the lumineers and working in new york as a assistant Bro, engineer do
1: you remember whenever like lumineer uh like like that genre was like
0: hey ho core
1: thing <laughs> yeah hey ho core dude I read this whole thing like there's like like the person who like owned the radio stations that were playing those songs constantly had like stock in like something. And like it was like this there's like a conspiracy theory about the takeover of like of like watered down butt rock, but happy like it's actually crazy, dude. Like you should look into it because it it got the it got the wheels turning in my head and then I was like these wheels are turning way too fast as is, I gotta stop. But (laughs) every time someone mentions like the Lumineers or like imagine dragons, I just think about the crazy thread I read about it, and now I wanna like it it might be actually it's the only conspiracy theory I subscribe to. And whenever I find out it's fake, I'll go back to being a flat earther.
0: Alright dude, I think uh, right there That's a great place to call it <laughs> Perfect ending To a great yeah, episode a Josh, nice... thanks for coming and hanging out Talking to us about your fun little experience Going to LA and writing with some people And learning some stuff along the way No problem Let's uh, Do it again next week Or at least soon
1: <laughs> Yeah, sometime soon All right. Are you coming down to Atlanta for cakes months?
0: Hopefully all
1: right, well, we'll see. if you're there, you, we'll hang out.
0: Yeah. Leave All out right. Your chicken. Wink, wink. Bye, everybody. Thanks for coming to listen. See you. <laughs>
1: Bye.